Stutter, my brother was handin' Hey, fantasy, it's session We talkin' touchdowns, receptions, interceptions They got a band to kick we need that correction Talk them out, we flexin' How many of y'all you collect? We tryna get that winning record yeah. What it is, hopefully it's what it should be Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast Today is November the 22nd and the culture pushes are here Of course, as always, if you like the intro, the best intro in fantasy football Make sure you go check out uh, other work by him, uh, that is Big A Check him out on social media platforms And make sure you check out the new mixtape Ferrari Prado on Apple and Spotify. And of course, if you're listening to this, as always, make sure you check us out and uh, give us a review, give us a like. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. And if you have subscribed, make sure you tell your friend that's sitting next to you listening to this to subscribe. And if nobody listening next to you, go on your phone and text the last person you text and tell them to subscribe. (laughs) My boy, uh, it's just me and Javar today. Uh, Carlos has some things going on, so it's just going to be me and uh, Javar holding it down today. What's going on, bro? How you feeling? Feeling what good, you know, it's Friday. 12, right? Say what? It's week 12, right? Yeah. Either yeah. you making it or you making it. I'm about to All shut right. down you. Like, I'm about to shut down your hopes of getting into the playoffs. Nah, bruh. Hopkins and Watts and Hopkins and got um, Watkins. Watson helped me out last night, so it's over with. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't got my defense in, so the points don't look. I don't like how sleeper be having the uh, projected points. That it be looking like you gonna win, but I don't think so. I don't think that John Watson gave you enough last night. We gonna see though. Uh, so let's get into like we said before uh, Thursday night game. Uh, Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans played the Indiana Colts. Deshaun Watson put up uh, 19 for 30, 298 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Um, who else went off? Carlos Hyde had a Carlos Hyde day. He had I about to say he ain't go off. Nah, he just, he ain't going to touchdown. They didn't di- give Duke Johnson the ball because they don't want to. I don't know why Carlos keeps insisting that Duke Johnson is a fantasy relevant football player. Um, yeah, maybe next year. DeAndre Hopkins with a two touchdown performance, six catches for ninety four yards. Um, Will Fuller, he he had a good game. Seven Great catches, game. 140 yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but that don't matter. Still went off in PPR formats. Um, that was about it. None of the tight ends caught a touchdown, so they weren't relevant on the other side of the ball. The only real fantasy relevant player was the person. Hopefully, everybody went out and spent fab on. Was that Jonathan Williams? Uh, he had 26 carries, 104 yards, one touchdown, three receptions, 17 yards. Uh, they came out and said he was going to get their starting workload, and that is what they did. That is what they did. They gave him the ball 26 times, and they, they put the team on his back, really. Uh, Jacoby Brissett came out through the 16 for 25, 129 yards. Uh, he carried the ball four times for 20 yards and had a rushing touchdown, so that kind of gave him an okay fantasy day, but he didn't do nothing. Um, did you pick up one of the Colts running backs? Nah, I just got Montgomery going or something like that. Some who I was on my bench. I was thinking about getting. Uh, well, I went out and got Jordan Wilkins, but it was I got the wrong one because they said Jordan Wilkins was going to be practicing, but it, it turned out that uh, Jonathan Williams got Jordan. Jordan Wilkins didn't even see the field. That was I didn't see that coming, but 
hopefully going forward, we now see we got a starting running back. So hopefully if you went out and spit fab or you got him on the waiver wire, you went out and got you one of those starting running backs. Damn, I have no more fab in one of my leagues. I couldn't even go get him if I wanted him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who you spent most of your fab money on then? I was trying to remember. I can't even remember now. I spent this for <laughs> other. I was I really trying to remember. It was probably on Ross or something because he went yeah. off the first game or Boykins, one of them that was out there that went off the first week. I think it might have been John Ross, actually, now that you say that. Yeah, somewhere so, around there. It was probably around that time. John Ross. Um, yeah, Boykins had a big game the first week too. Boykins. Yeah, yeah, caught a long. Who's Boykins? Uh, for uh, for the Ravens. No, nah, I just been on that on Miles Boykins. Maybe Marquise Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah. So let's get into the news and notes because <laughs> we don't care. Uh, let's see what we got going on. Nelson Aguilar didn't practice all week, and Alshon Jeffrey was limited all week. Uh, so I don't expect either of those guys to play. Nelson Aguilar sucks anyway, but um, Alshon Jeffrey not playing. Carson Wentz just has nobody to throw to. It's crazy. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner are both uh, officially out. Uh, for Sunday night game, so that tells uh, they at least they told you on Friday, so you have enough time to pivot. Um, the Titans have listed Delaney Walker as doubtful. I thought he was going to play this Sunday. I put him in my notes as he was going to play, but maybe he's not going to play. Right. That's crazy. Uh, Mr. Trubisky has no game time status for Sunday's mon- uh, Sunday's matchup. Um, so I, I guess he's going to play, or. Yeah. Say he's got yeah. no game time status. I guess Mr. Biscuit is playing. Yeah. Uh, you you gonna start him? I don't think not. I'm done with Mr. Biscuit. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. And even, even even in a plus matchup, I'm done with him. Um yeah. AJ Green is officially out week twelve. I think uh-huh. it's like Carlos said, he's not he's probably not gonna play this year. That's wow. uh, David and Joku will not play on Sunday. Uh, he had rumored that he would play. Um, let's see. Dan Quinn announced that Austin Hooper and Devonta Freeman will not play again this weekend. That was really. It was rumored that Austin Hooper was. They were trying to bring Austin Hooper back. I don't know why they're still trying to win, man. I'm trying to get these draft picks, but it's not a foul. Hey, hey, let them do what they do. They're trying to say Dan Quinn, child boy. Uh, Jay Ajahi. We'll have a notable role against the Seahawks. Whatever so, that means. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't believe it. Um, Evan Ingram is still – Evan Ingram and his backup will be uh, are both ruled out against the Bears, his backup, Red Ellison. So if he went out and grabbed him. Uh, Doug Peterson says Jordan Howard is not clear to practice yet, so he won't be playing Sunday. Muhammad Sanu – We'll try to practice on Friday, so we haven't got news yet if he did practice or not. So make sure you're looking out on the uh, Twitter page at Fantasy In Session to get you up to date on all the new breaking news injuries reports and stuff of that nature. Brandon Cook cleared a concussion protocol, so he is expected to play on Sunday. I still don't think you should start him. Uh, The first time he cleared concussion protocol, he came back, played one play, and was out again. So... Uh, it's a wait and see for me, but we'll get to that as we get to the games. Speaking of the games, let's go ahead and give the people what they're here to 
what they're here for, what they come to listen for every week here at Fantasy In Session. If this is your first time listening, hopefully it's not your last time. Welcome to the most illustrious game-by-game breakdown in fantasy land. Uh, we go through each game on the the what's 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 a, what's a cool word for it? Uh, each game on the the docket, <laughs> the ticket. I don't know. What's a cool word, Javon? Mm, we'll come back to it. <laughs> each game on the docket, each fantasy player, and give you our advice, uh, give you our thoughts to start or sit them, or to do, yeah, to so start or sit them pretty much. So let's go ahead. Without further ado, let's get into the week 12. Miami versus the Cleveland Browns, a 44 and a half point over under. The Browns are favored by 10 and a half points. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I got as a, he's a tricky one. Um, hey, you can play with it if you want to. It's, it should be better options out there unless it's a two-quarterback league. Yeah, definitely in a two-quarterback league, I think he's safe. But in a one-quarterback league, I think uh, it's not that many quarterbacks for a fantasy quarter, relevant quarterback, unless you got Patrick Mahomes um, on buys this week. So I, or who? Murray, Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah, Kyler Murray. I don't know. If you had many, I wouldn't. Without Miles Garrett playing that off that defense, I think it's gonna look a lot different. So yeah, I don't know. If you want to start him, I think you can start him. Go ahead and start him. Uh, of course, uh just just yeah, go ahead and stream. I think he's streamable. Uh Baker Mayfield, I think you can start him. Uh he's against the Miami Dolphins for one. He has two back-to-back games with uh two touchdowns and um so I think he's safe to start again. I think he started looking more competent, at least in that offense. Kalen Balaujao Powell, he is a sit for me, uh, averaging 1.91 yards per carry, uh, which is last in the NFL. Um, on Sunday, he had nine carries for nine yards. That's pretty gross. So it just he just keeps showing you that he's not start worthy, so don't even try it. Even though he did get a touchdown, if you're just looking at the points, but don't 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 believe it. Don't waste uh, your time. Don't waste your time. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Hunt seems to be getting a lot of the third down work for the most part. Uh, I know a lot of people are looking at that and saying, man, is Nick Chubb losing value? But despite that, Nick Chubb still seen the most carries he's seen all year. Uh, he carried the ball 27 times. Um, he just didn't get into the, the end zone. So if he would have got into the end zone, it would have been uh, a, a monster day for him. So I think Nick Chubb's value is still safe. But I think Kareem Hunt uh, – st- Gains a little bit of standalone volume. The Dolphins have allowed a league high two fantasy points per targets to running backs. So I think you can start Kareem Hunt too if you have him, uh, especially against the Dolphins. Uh, Devontae Parker, um, I think he's made his way to start every week. Every uh, remains, week. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact remains true that I come on to say every week he's had 55 yards or touchdown in every game except the game against the Patriots. And he just keeps on doing it. Again, last week he had uh, plus 55 yards. I think he had over 100 yards, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's averaging eight yard, eight targets a game. Um, with a good matchup last week against Tredavious White, he still had a good game. I mean, with a bad matchup last week against Tredavious White, he still had a good game. So I think you can go ahead and roll him out there. OBJ is a start. Or you just have to roll him out there every week. You just got to. Uh, Jarvis Landry is a start for me, a touchdown in three straight weeks uh, to add to his 40 target game. I mean, to add to to add to his 40 targets, uh, he he is Baker Mayfield's guy. 
Um, the revenge narrative is there. The Dolphins are averaging a touchdown on every 10 targets to slot receivers, in the, and that's leading the NFL. So I think Jarvis Landry has a big day. I wouldn't be surprised if he have a, a couple touchdowns. Um, right. Mike Jasicki. I think this he, you can stream him. He's getting a lot of volume. Uh, you want to see him. That's what you want to see in the tight ends, especially because it's not like if you're not, like I said all the time, if you're not like a top tight end, it's pretty like the bottom feeders are just there. You're just looking for volume. And he's getting six targets in the last three games. Um, with Morgan Burnett out for the – when Morgan Burnett out for the the Browns, I think he's uh, a good stream play. Well, uh, I put in in Joku on my notes, but he he won't be playing. So there's that. The Lions are at the Redskins, forty one and a half point over under. The Detroit Lions are favored by three points. Jeff Driscoll, he is a sit for me. Uh, the Redskins have allowed the third fewest points in fantasy to quarterbacks over the last four weeks. So their defense has been on fire. I know a lot of people have been looking at the Redskins like they suck, and that's mainly because their quarterback does. Dwayne Haskins, he's a sit for me. Osco, uh, bro, Scarborough, did you get, did you spend some fab on him? Did you get him? Nah. Uh, I ain't spent no fab on him. Bro, Scarborough, I think uh, he got what he had fourteen touches last week. Uh, he gives you nothing as far as the passing game, but. Um, I think going into like like I said the, the couple of bye weeks we have, I think you can roll them out there, and of course if you went out and spent the, a lot of fab on them, you have no choice pretty much at this point. Or if you went and spent a high waiver pick on them, you have no choice but to put them in your lineup to see what happens. He'll be getting the volume, that's for sure. Uh, I would like to see him pass get a lot, get some more targets, but like I said before, that's not happening. So. AP and Darius Geis. AP outtouched uh, Darius Geis last week, 11-8. to eight. Uh, The Lions are allowing one fantasy point per carry or target to running backs, um, and 13 different running backs has finished as top four options. So I believe um, AP was still on the injury on the injury report this week. So it's uh, this is a rough one. I, I think – I think, I think you can roll uh, – whichever one is going to be out there is definitely going to be getting the volume because they, they're they committed to the run, especially with Dwayne Haskins there now. I think you can start, guys. I, I would definitely uh, tip your expectations, though. If if AP's out, yes. But if AP's in, I'm worried about starting guys because Chris Thompson is, is supposedly be back. So that's just something to watch. That's yeah, the only way I feel true. confident about guys if AP is not playing. Yeah, if AP is playing, then I probably would I probably would scale back expectations on guys. But if AP is not playing, I would go ahead and roll them out there. Uh, Kenny Galladay, I've uh, seen a lot of people talk about him over the last couple of weeks, uh, especially with Matt Stafford being out. Uh, he he's getting the targets. Uh, he got um, fourteen. But it's just it, it didn't amount to nothing. He had if he got 14 targets while Jeff Driscoll has been the quarterback, it just hasn't amounted amounted to nothing. He's caught four of them for 91 yards and a touchdown. The Redskins are allowing one uh, PPR fantasy point per target to wide receiver. The second only to the Giants, who are the worst in the NFL. So I, you could expect a big bounce back week for Kenny Galladay this week. Um, like I said before, man, the targets are there. He just has to uh, turn them into something. Jeff Driscoll has just has to be better. Uh, Marvin Jones, 
Uh, I think you can start him. He saw 11 targets last week against the Bears, which was a tough matchup. Um, temper your expectations, though, because I don't know if how many people will actually be able to be fantasy relevant. But I, I don't know, man. The targets I are there. I think you so. can start Marvin Jones. I'm worried about Galladay, but Marvin Jones is his favorite target. They got a little connection going on. I think you could start Marvin Jones. And also with uh, Jeff Driscoll, I think he's a nice streaming option this week. You do? With, uh, yeah, even with – I know you say Washington streaming up, but he is the offense, basically, that that to run it back down. So, you know, they're going to throw – I think he's going to get the touchdown. Too. He running with his legs and uh, Washington averaging two touchdowns per uh, game to QB. So, I think he'll get in there. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Terry McLaurin, how you feel about him? Terry McLaurin. Hopefully you got somebody else where you don't have to start them until you just see something pop consecutive in like back-to-back weeks right now. The way they're trying to find a groove in the Tennessee, Dwayne Haskins hit a groove in and look competent. I'm worried. I am worried. Especially against Darius Slay last week, he looked. I don't know. He didn't look – I don't know. i seen him arguing with his offensive lineman on the sidelines, and it just looks bad for my boy Scary Terry. I don't even think he's scary no more. He's just Terry. He's <laughs> just Terry right now. He, I mean, he's open, but, you know what I'm saying, the throws just be all everywhere you like, bruh. So, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Don't start, Terry. TJ Hawkinson is a sit for me. He's had four 30-yard games. He was somebody that a lot of people went out and spent a lot of fab on after he played the Cardinals the first week, and they've been probably disappointed in him. Uh, so he's a sit for me. Uh, Raiders are at the Jets, 47 and 47 point over under. The Raiders are favored by three points. Derek Carr, I think you can stream him. The Jets have allowed eight uh, out of 11, out of 10 quarterbacks to have 15-plus points days against them so that it provides a safe floor and Derek Carr's looked pretty confident and he's looked efficient this year. He's not throwing that many interceptions and the ball is going to his receivers. So um hey. I think you can start him. Sam Darnold, sit a starter sit. I think you can start Sam, you know, in back to back weeks. He done tossed a couple touchdowns. He he's finding a groove and the offensive line has been okay, you know, against you know, the competition. So, I think you can stream him. What about Le'Veon Bell? Where has he been? He, did this just, he just needs to score a touchdown. That's what's happening. He's not scoring touchdowns. I mean, he doesn't score touchdowns in, like, I know he scored last week. I don't know he about that. last week. That was his first time scoring since, like, I, I want to say that week one where he's had that rush, that receiving touchdown. Uh, as, like as, said, as horrible as a year Bell has had, he still has a chance to be a top 10 back. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, running backs haven't really been that devastating this year. This a lot is of injuries. Um, but you got to keep rolling them out there. So roll them out there again. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a start. Uh, the Jets have a decent run game. Um, but they give up points through the air to running backs. And uh, Josh Jacobs is seeing between two to five targets a week going back to week one. Um, so that's a little bit to worry about. Because he's not receiving those targets or as many targets that as I would like to see him, but John um, John Gruden is 
dedicated to running the ball. So he's going to get the volume there. So you still run him out there. I think he's probably like top. He's going to finish top 10 too. I, I, I want to say if that's not a hot take, I don't know. What this week or no, for, the like, year? for the year. All right. Let's see where he's at right now. All right. Right now. He, oh, he's nine in PPR rank right now, according yeah. to sleep. So, okay. It's not. I, a think, I think he can finish top 10. He might okay. even get a little bit higher. Uh, Terrell Williams, I think you start him, but temporary expectations. He's just not. He's, really just, he's turned into a touchdown or bust. Like he right, was. So he's really a wide receiver three. So yeah, that's if, what I've got him. If you got him as a wide receiver three, hopefully for a touchdown. You know, you know. At that, one point he was getting a touchdown every game, and uh, like Carlos always says, that's the best deodorant. So he, uh, it, it looked like he was better than what he was, but. He's just he's he's not it. Uh, Hunter Renfro, not it. I mean, I don't know. Having twenty two targets over the last four weeks, oh, catching no, no. nineteen I was, of I was them. About Williams, yeah, Renfro. He been training oh, up. Yeah. He's been yeah. Oh yeah, he's been training up. Oh yeah. Night. He caught nineteen out of his twenty two targets over the last four weeks for two hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns. He does have a hard matchup this week against Brian Poole. Uh, that makes me feel like a little less comfortable with starting him, even though he has been targeted a lot, but um. I guess if you're in like deeper leagues, you can start him, but I just I don't feel comfortable starting him this week just because of the matchup. Robbie Anderson, if he's still on your team, I got I don't like him, so I would never tell you to start Robbie Anderson. Uh, even though the matchup is not a bad matchup, he just doesn't seem to be reliable. Yeah, he got he got the touchdown last week, so that made it uh, that gave him a fantasy relevant day, but he's just not getting the targets. With um, seven they, points. <laughs> He got a touchdown and still left the game with like seven points. <laughs> exactly. Jamison Crowder is, on the other hand, is getting targets though. Yes, sir. So you can go ahead and start him. Um, Darren Waller, of course, start him with temperate expectations. He'll be up against Jamal Adams, uh, one of the best safeties in the league. So it's going to be a rough day for him. Ryan Griffin, twenty-five out of thirty targets for two hundred and. 69 yards and four touchdowns. The Raiders are giving up a touchdown every 11 targets to the tight end. That's fourth most in the NFL. So I th- I definitely think he can go ahead and start Ryan Griffin. I know he's been a talk of discussion uh, in the tight end community for fantasy players. For, pe- for fantasy players, you know, uh, with the barren tight end field that we have. So I, this is my advice. Go ahead and start him. Agree. Giants are at the Bears, 40 and a half points over. Who? What'd you say? I said the Giants are at the Bears, 40 and a half point over under. The Bears are favored about six points. Uh, Daniel Bryan is a sit. Uh, despite seeing the 11 most pass attempts against them, they haven't allowed the, they have allowed the fifth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, and they have yet to allow a quarterback to eclipse 20 points. The Bears defense is not giving up uh like the passing to the quarterback so that's not where they're weak at they're weak against the run ever since the king hicks has left so um i got your boy saquon barkley of course is a start uh, i think he'll have a bounce back week he's only been averaging two and a half yards per carry so that's been kind of crazy the uh, the difference is the long yards the long rushes aren't there this year and uh he's not getting all those dump off passes like eli was giving him last last year so um i expect a big bounce back week from saquon hopefully 
for all the people who went out and drafted him first, 101 overall. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is a sit for me, even though this is a great matchup. I just can't trust him. I mean, if y'all want to trust him, you can, but I can't. How you feel, Javar? Hopefully, you can get a Sam Darnold. Uh, this sucks to say, even Driscoll. <laughs> but yeah, I will start Driscoll it's a plus matchup. Mitch right now. Yeah, even so plus matchup, I will start Driscoll over Mr. Biscuit. Hopefully, yeah, I don't like it. Even though it's a plus matchup. David Montgomery and Tyreek Cohen. Uh, I think you can start David Montgomery. Tyreek Cohen is a start with caution. You know, even if David Montgomery is healthy, um, the Giants have allowed the fifth fewest fantasy points to, through the air to running backs. And so that's where Tyreek Cohen gets a lot of his volume at. And volume is key. So if Mr. Bisky sucks or keeps on sucking, which he probably will, the running will keep increasing. And the, that's where I believe David Montgomery becomes valuable at. Uh, Golden Tate is a start with caution. He is averaging eight targets per game, so you have to roll him out there. Uh, but Buster Screeny uh, will be covering him in the slot for the most part, and he's allowed just 34 catches out of 53 times he's been targeted for 323 yards um, with only two touchdowns. And that includes matchups against Cooper Cup, where he only allowed three catches for 53 yards, Keenan Allen, seven catches for 53 yards, and Adam Thielen, two catches for 60 yards. So, if I mean, of course you roll Golden Tate out there, but just temper your expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Slayton, um, I know I called it a couple weeks ago. Hopefully y'all listened. He had that big two-touchdown week. I called it that week. Uh, I don't think this is going to be one of the weeks for him. Um, if you're searching for points, though, if you need a wide receiver and if you're searching for a touchdown, he could end up having a touchdown, but I don't see it this week. The matchup is not as predictable as it was the, uh, that last time. Allen Robinson is a start for me against the uh, weak Giants secondary. Even though Mitch Trubisky sucks, he targets Allen Robinson all the time, allowing and the Giants are allowing two uh, PPR fantasy points per target to wide receivers. That's the most in the NFL, like I mentioned before. Um, Taylor Gabriel is a is a is a is a questionable. How do you feel about Taylor Gabriel? He's coming on a bit of late over the last two games. He's seen 20 targets hauling in 11 on for 96 yards and a touchdown. This week, he lines up on uh, he lines up on the left side of the formation 30% of the time, so he would match up with Janoris Jenkins, who is allowing two yards per coverage on snap, which is highest in the league. So, you know, if you if you got him, Taylor Gabriel, wide receiver, three territories. Tipping up the upside. Yeah, tipping up the two. So yeah, I think yeah, I like Taylor Gabriel this week. Even if he isn't facing uh Janoris Jenkins, he'll be facing uh DeAndre Baker, who is also trash, allowing um a sixty-eight point six uh catch rate percent catch rate and eighteen yards per reception and a touchdown every eight targets thrown to him. So just because Mr. Trubisky said, I do think these uh, wide receivers will be like a little bit fantasy relevant. So if you got them, you can go ahead and roll them out there. The more we keep talking about these wide receivers, the more I'm like, well, shit, go on and start Trubisky. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I can't. I can't. I can't tell the people to start Trubisky and then he comes out there and shits the bed and you blame me. So I, can't. I agree. 
The Panthers are at the Saints, 47 point over under. The Saints are favored by nine and a half. Cal Allen, after that terrible game against my Falcons, he is a sit for me because I think the Saints defense is actually legit, and I think they're going to make him look even worse than he looked last week. I don't know. The Falcons made him look pretty bad, so it's not that much worse. And we better than the Saints because we beat them, but it's not a Falcon podcast. Uh, Drew Brees is a start, of course. Uh, The run defense is where the Panthers do bleed most of their points to, um, but it's Drew Brees, and I think you start him. Rain Sleet, hell us know. Um, CMC is a start for me, of course. Alvin Kamara is a start. Latavius Murray, I think you can start him last week, even though the splits went down a little bit, or not even a little bit. They went from 35 uh, to Alvin Kamara to 19 to Latavius Murray. And like I said before, the Patriots do bleed points to the running backs. They've allowed six top 12 performances and three uh, top five performances. So I think you can go ahead and roll both of them out there because I think there'll be enough to go around. Uh, DJ Moore is a start for me. He had a good week uh, last week against the Falcons, even with Kyle Allen looking shitty because he got 15 targets. Uh, He's seen eight-plus targets in six straight games. Marshawn Lattimore probably be out again, so I think you can go ahead and roll DJ Moore out there. Curtis Samuel. um, How do you feel about him? Curtis Samuel. He's a start for me. I know his targets are going a bit down, but he's the touchdown scorer on this team, scoring five this year. And when they get inside the 10-yard line, he's been targeted 44% of the time. So, you know, he's really the touchdown guy. And as much as good as you think the Saints defense is, they're not better than the Falcons defense to hold them to zero points. So I think you start Curtis Simmons. Yeah. I went by and started Curtis Samuel. A lot of pun intended on that. <laughs> uh, Michael Thomas, of course, he's an automatic start. Um, and I think Jared Cook, you can stream him this week. What do you mm-hmm. think? How do you think? How do you feel about Jared Cook? No? Uh, let me see. Nobody using Arizona tight end. Somebody probably got Kelsey. Nobody really using Minnesota tight ends probably like that. Who the other team on by? I can't think. Whatever. Uh, probably not Not really. Because uh, dude from Seattle, Hollister probably out there. And if you miss Griffin, then probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, especially with Evan Ingram. It's a lot of tight ends that's not playing. So I think you could definitely roll them out there. Oh, yeah. Hunter Henry not playing. Okay, Hunter Henry yeah. not playing. Uh, Seahawks are at the Eagles 48 point over under the Eagles are favored by two Russell Wilson is a start the Eagles secondary has been getting a little bit better uh, they held the last four quarterbacks to under 240 yards but Russell Wilson is still like Russell Wilson the MVP candidate and he's very efficient so it really doesn't matter uh, I think he's start, uh, starter proof he's the number two fantasy quarterback so you roll him out there uh, Carson Wentz the Seahawks have allowed the 13th most fantasy points to quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Carson Wentz is a good start if only his wide receivers were healthy. Um, I, it's really hard. Um, I think you can roll him out there. I think he'll give you a good day. I think he, I think he has a safe floor. I think that ceiling is just capped because 
He just doesn't have any explosive playmakers on that I side mean, of the ball. He got the two tight ends. He he making it work. But, and, but with know. but with the wide receivers being out, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's been mixed reviews on Alshon. I know you say he's Trinity not played. Then I read it was something. Limited, it he, was limited, but I don't. I think I, he's I really not like it's towards the right direction. So we'll see. It's something to be on the lookout for, definitely. If if Alshon is playing, I definitely like him. I like his. I think he'll have a better game. Okay. Uh, so that's just something to keep your eye on. Car- Chris Carson is an automatic start, even though the Eagles' defense um, is pretty stout. Uh, they're only allowing three point four yards per carry. Chris I think Carson he's falling at TD. I think he's falling to pay dirt. That's exactly what I was about to say. He needs a touchdown. Uh, he has four rushing touchdowns all year. Uh, the volume is going to be there. So even if the Eagles keep stopping him, he's, they're going to keep running. They're not going to go away from it. So hopefully he runs into the end zone. Um, Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, I think I think both of them are sit. Uh, the Seahawks are averaging 24 oh. touches a game. That's the fifth. To running backs, that's the fifth lowest mark in the NFL. And the Seahawks have allowed a, a solid efficiency through the air to running backs. As a 6.72 targets per target, they've allowed race as the 10th highest number in NFL. So Sanders, who has three targets in the last six games, um, I don't know. I don't think you can roll him out there. And with Jordan Howard, didn't I read he wasn't cleared to practice, right? Right. That's what I was about to say. I don't think Jordan yeah. Howard playing. So it's just a Jaye and Sanders. So it's it's. I don't know how they're going to split up those touches. So if they're going to give – Ajayi to goal line touches and half him as the lead back and then Sanders to scat back. It's interesting to see this week. I I, I want to stay away from it until I see and because I just don't believe in um, the Eagles offense right now. They just look off. Uh, Tyler Lockett has caught 81% of his uh, targets. And he'll be matched up against Avante Maddox, who PFF has graded as a 48. Um, I know I said before that the Eagles secondary was getting better, but Russell Wilson is better than they will ever be able to get. So I think Tyler Lockett is still startable. Uh, DK Metcalf has reached the start every week um, plateau uh, with a career high 10 targets last week. Uh, he'll be ranked up, uh, matched up against Ronald Darby, who PFS has ranked as a 46. So that's not even uh, better on the other side. He's allowing 60, uh, 65% catch rate, according to PFF. So I think you can also roll DK Metcalf out there. Uh, Josh Gordon is a wait and see for me. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a part of the offense. I just want to see how they use him. Um, I think he'll probably eat into those 10 targets that DK got last week. Um Especially after the bye week, they're coming off in the bye week, so I'm pretty sure they incorporate him into a lot more of the offense. We learned a lot, a lot more of the offense than he uh, did the first week. He's been there, what, like three weeks now? So it's uh, so a wait and see for Josh Gordon. I would go staff him if he's still on the waiver wire, of course. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, like I said before, he didn't practice, so I don't think he's going to be playing. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, if he starts, I, I, I can't start him. Because he's coming off that injury, so I I had to see it first. If he start, I feel like you can, you can he gonna he gonna get his he gonna get the ball if he out there playing and he's been out for a couple of weeks, so he wouldn't be starting if he won. 
But they he always playing hurt, and I, I can't take that. It's, it's week 12 next week, and this is people like you that's five and six or whatever you are <laughs> that, need, that need this week, so they can't be out there rolling out Alshon Jeffrey, bro. I no mean, cap. okay, <laughs> Jacob Hollister. Um, I think he's a start, he has six targets in three out of the last four games. Uh, the 49ers have allowed the second fewest uh, points in fantasy to tight ends last week, and he came out and had 10 targets for eight catches and 62 yards and a touchdown. So regardless of who the defense is, if Russell Wilson is throwing you the ball, like it's pretty great. So And it's going to be efficient, and he's going to make sure you catch him. So I think you can go ahead and roll Jacob Hollister out there, even though the, the Eagles have a pretty good um, – tight end defense with Malcolm Jacobs. Is that his name? Or Malcolm Jenkins? I think it's Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins at at the safety position. Uh, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, I think you can roll both of them out. They got 17 targets last week together with Alshon Jeffrey being out. Um, It's it's pretty much the tight ends or nothing at this point. That's it. Um, Bucks are at the Falcons, a 52 and a half point over under. The Falcons are favored by four and a half points. Jameis Winston is a start. He's finished at the top 16 quarterback in each of the last eight weeks. Uh, I know whether it looks pretty or not, man. He, um, like I said before, man, at the end of the day, when 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 the clock goes zero, 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 if you're not a Tampa Bay fan and you got Jameis Winston on your team as a fantasy quarterback, you, you're probably pretty okay. He didn't lose the game for you, that's for sure. Uh, so I think um, you can go ahead and roll them out there. And I just don't I, believe I just that the Falcons say, I don't believe that the Falcons secondary has got better overnight. I just so. want to say temper ex- expectations. Nah. I'm not starting Winston. It's been back to back weeks after that. I'm making 16 points though. Huh? He's had like 16 points back to back weeks. He he did, but they held Drew Brees to around 11, 11 12 points, and they held. And you see what they did, to Allen. So, you know, Winston turnover machine. So it might be yeah. a party out there. Yeah, but yeah, but not. I, but I think you yeah. fire up the receivers, the right. receivers. But I, I'm worried about Winston. But you can fire up the receivers. You're right. I, I just don't look at Jameis Winston games no more when I when I start him because if you look at his games and you watch him, <laughs> it's just gonna make your your heart race. You'll be like, damn, I'm about to lose. But then they, when you look at the game, like I said, he could be having like 15, 16 points. You're like, all right, I can work with that as long as my the rest of my team show up. I just don't uh, just this week, maybe next week, this week back to back games, the Falcons. I just like don't believe the Falcons have gotten seconds. better overnight like that. Now if they come out and have a three straight games where they like look dominant on defense. Then I'll reconsider my thinking on the Falcons. Defense. Well, don't start Winston and find and and find out. I I wait and see with Winston on my bench and get a better streaming option that ain't going against the defense. That's you uh, start action. Jeff Driscoll over Jameis Winston. I feel I feel a little better. A defense that's averaging what six sacks and then they coming off a game with four or five turnovers. I don't know about that one, bro. They on fire right now. We gonna see, bro. Damn. Zero I, points I, in back-to-back like, games. No touchdowns. For not being as confident as you, but I want them to lose because I'm gonna get a high draft pick, bro. Well, I, just, I told you what it's, it's not like. a Falcon pad. It's not a Falcon podcast. Right. Uh, Matt, Matt Ryan is a start. 
Uh, Ronald Jones is a sit. The Falcons are allowing 3.98 uh, yards per carry this year. Uh, so that is something the Falcons have been doing all year, though, that I've been telling people. We have been stopping running backs on the ground. But as far as through the air, that is where we give up a lot of points. And um, he's seen 12 targets in the last two weeks. And that's where the Falcons are weak at. So if you want to start Ronald Jones, you'll just be depending on that, on those targets through the air. You never know how those games, how this game is going to go. So I think you just go ahead and sit Ronald Jones this week if you can. Uh, Brian Hill is a sit after that disgusting thing he put on Twitter last week. I don't care what the matchup is. But this week, the matchup is pretty bad against the Bucks, who are one of the best teams in the NFL and against the run who are allowing worse than the Falcons. Well, not worse, but lower than the Falcons with 3.4 yards per carry and 4.4 yards per target to the running back. So it's not a safe play even for Brian Hill. Uh, did you see what he said? Did you see the troll he put out? Where he was yeah, like, I don't, um, I don't care about my fantasy performance anyway. Or your fantasy performance is going to suck this week anyway, so we don't care about you either. Uh, Mike Evans, of course, is a start. Chris Godwin, is, of course, is a start. Julio, of course, is a start. Calvin Ridley is a start. Uh, eight catches for 143 yards and a touchdown last week. Hopefully it carries on against this uh, piss-poor Bucks defense. Uh, Russell Gage. Last week, um, I told y'all to be on the lookout for him and go pick him up if you didn't because I thought it was going to be a good week and it would have been a good week if he uh, didn't have have that touchdown call back. Um, I expect him to have a fantasy-relevant game. I don't know exactly what that means. Oh, yeah, a, a little row, a wide receiver three, you know, hoping for a touchdown. He's going he gonna to get some yeah. passes this way, probably about five. Especially five, against this, 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 this Bucks secondary. Right. Um, so I think you can in the deeper leagues, like in like two flex, three flex leagues, I think you can start him. Uh, one flex leagues, I'll go ahead and wait, wait another week unless you are really desperate. Uh, Cameron Braid, OJ Howard, OJ Howard had a horrible fumble slash interception or whatever you want to call it and got benched. And Cameron Braid came out and had 14 targets. So, uh, crazy. I, that's crazy. Is it just Jameis don't like OJ? I, I told y'all that in, in the offseason that Kramer Brake was his homeboy. Y'all didn't believe me, but <laughs> every time Kramer Brake get on that field, he get them targets. OJ be begging for him, and the one time he fumbled the ball, he get benched for the rest of the game. I think Kramer Brake is a good streamer because I think um, the volume is going to be there because I think it could be a shootout, especially with the, the high over-under Vegas is expecting with 52 and a half. So I think you can go ahead and, sh- and stroll Cameron Bray out there. Those 14 targets don't lie, and he's being consistent. 14 targets don't lie. Perhaps don't lie. Time and time and time. Uh, the Bucks. <laughs> I'm not the Bucks. The Broncos are at the Bills at 37 point over under. The Bills are favored by four points. Brandon Allen is a sit. Josh Allen, the great white hope, too, is a sit for me. Um, he had no interception in his last five games, so all the haters that say he throws too many interceptions eat that. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Cut, but Kirk Cousins is the only quarterback to finish as a quarterback one against the uh Buccaneers. And I know last week I said no quarterback has finished what top 20 against the uh Broncos, so hopefully Josh Allen's rushing floor might save his day, but. I just don't think it's going to be a good game for Josh Allen. 
Uh, he might throw an interception this game. Just FYI. <laughs> uh, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Uh, Philip Lindsay outtouched Royce Freeman last week, eighteen to nine. Running backs are averaging just twenty rushing attempts against the Buffalo Bills. Um, so I think they're shifting more to a Lindsay pro offense or Lindsay first offense, or it's yeah. always been Lindsay first, but a Lindsay heavier offense. So I think you can go ahead and start Philip Lindsay, but Royce Freeman, I think you go. I think you got to sit him. Um, Devin Singletary and Frank Gore, another running back committee thing that's going on. Um, but Devin Singletary out carried Frank Gore 15 to 11 last week. And he averaged a whopping six yard, 6.1 yards per carry, but he did fumble the ball twice. Uh, the Broncos have been give uh, have been pretty solid against the run, not solid, but solid against the run. Uh, minus the Leonard Fournette game where he went off for like 200 plus yards, crazy game. Um, they only allowing 3.06 yards per carry. So I, I wouldn't start Devin Singletary or Frank Gore if I had options. Um, yeah. But if you don't yeah, – um, right That's a tough one for sure. I guess that hot defense being hot right now, keeping them in yeah. the game, yeah, it's a tough one. It's t- if you don't have other options, of course, that's just – I don't know who exactly is on your roster. But if you have – if you have – if you're, like, picking between, a, um, let's say – let me think of a, um, a running back too, like a Philip Lindsay or a, or Devin Singletary. I will roll with Philip Lindsay, or a well Ronald Jones or Devin Singletary. I'm going Singletary just because I like the talent. Yeah, I like the talent more over Singletary. All right, uh, uh, Singletary or one of them backs from the Steelers. Ah, uh, the Steelers, uh, Jalen Samuels. Okay, okay. Yeah, I definitely like Jalen Samuels better. Um, and I like Joe Mixon better, too. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just – or if you're going to start David Singletary, just, just tip your expectations. Hopefully he gets a touchdown. If you start Singletary, flex play. And – but yeah. Frank Gore is going to get those no, goal line right carries, too. Frank Gore or Josh Allen. So, you definitely want to just tip your expectations with David Singletary this week. Uh, Corlin Sutton, he, he is a start, but you also have to temper your expectations with him. He's now seen uh, 28.9% of the target share uh, for Brendan Allen, but he will be matched up against Tredavious White, who's graded as a 72 by PFF. Uh, he's only allowed 35 catches out of the 58 targets um, in his coverage for 418 yards uh, with no touchdowns to this point. So he's been pretty uh, dominant. So, um, but Corlin Sutton has been getting the targets and volume is key. So you can still roll him out there and just hope for uh, a couple, a couple of solid catches with um, maybe a touchdown. Uh, Tim Patrick came back for his first game last week with eight targets. Uh, volume is key, but I don't know how much volume there um, Brandon Allen I have against a good Buffalo Bills passing secondary. So I will go ahead and sit him this week or oh, no. your expectations. He had some targets in the uh, Cutling. Yeah, last week. And Cortland going to be blanketed by White. You know, Pat, Pat I mean, Pat, but don't see But is, I just, my my question is, is Brandon Allen a good enough quarterback to to do all of that? You know what I'm saying? To, this to, is right. I'm wasting time on to the next. You can pick him up and sit him on your team and watch. But, yeah, don't start him. 
Uh, John Brown, downtown John Brown, is a start also, but you have to temper your expectations because he will be facing Chris Harris Jr. But at this point, uh, shit, John John Brown, what is he? Is he a, is he a wide receiver one yet? He haven't pulled up. Wide well, receiver, he's like wide. Yeah, he's like um, hold on, right, number thirteen in PPR. You got that's facts. That is facts. Yeah, he's ranked number 13 in PPR, like you said. So you have to roll him out there, just temper your expectations. Um, I know a lot of people look at the uh, Stefan Diggs last week and say, well, Stefan Diggs had a big game, so John Brown can too. But when Stefan Diggs was going off, it was against uh, Devonta Harris, who had nine catches. I mean, where he caught nine catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. So if John Brown moves around the formation a lot, hopefully – um, Chris Harris Jr. doesn't shadow him like he did last week, and maybe he he can get off, but we'll see. Just tip your expectations. Uh, Cole, Beasley, Cole Beasley is the sit for me this week uh, with that Broncos secondary. It's not too many options I want to start. Uh, Noah Fent is a sit for me, even though he did see a career-high 11 targets last week. The Bills are com- currently number one in fantasy or in the NFL against in uh, tight ends, defending tight ends. They took over the tight uh, the title from the Patriots last week. Uh, the Steelers are at the Bengals, a 39 and a half point over under the Pittsburgh Steelers are favored about six and a half. Mason bitch root. Oh, did I say that loud? My bad. Mason uh, Rudolph is a sit for me. Um, Ryan Finley is a big sit for me. Jalen Samuels, I already expressed my love for him. Because especially with James Conner being officially out is a start for me. Uh, Those targets that he gets are just too too good, especially in PPR formats. Joe Mixon um, with a bad quarterback or a rookie quarterback because Andy Dalton's pretty bad too. With a rookie quarterback, they're definitely leaning more on Joe Mixon over the last couple weeks. He saw the end zone last week, so that's only going to get more positive. The volume is there, so you can go ahead and keep rolling Joe Mixon out there. Yes, even, though, even though that Steelers defense has gotten like incredibly good since Mika Fitzpatrick's been there, I think you just gotta still go throw him out there. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, like I said, he's officially out, so don't start him. Deontay Johnson is, has been marked as questionable for the game, so he's a game time decision, I believe. So keep on the lookout for him. James Washington. With that being said, is a start. Uh, the target's got to go somewhere. Uh, to the running back. That that is true too, but he eventually he's gonna have to go down the field, or at least, well, not really, because Mason Rudolph just started going down the field. But I, I think James might be a safe play. He has a safe floor, especially with those if both of those wide receivers are out, uh, Juju and Deontay Johnson. Yeah, Tyler uh, Boyd, he is a sit for me. Um, how about you? You sitting Tyler Boyd? Sitting that guy. I just. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I'm sitting that guy. Uh, you feel comfortable starting any of the tight ends, Vance McDonald or Tyler Eifert? Uh, between the two, I like Eifert more. He getting a look in zone looks. But even with Eifert, I'm not starting Eifert. Yeah, definitely not. The Jags play the tight ends at – Titans, a 41 and a half point over under the Titans are favored by three points. Nick Foles is a sit for me. Uh, over the last four games, the Titans have allowed the fifth most points to 
opposing offenses, period. Uh, but the low over under for this game scares me off. So, because I, I had to pause again when I read that, because when I typed it, I was like, I don't know, man. I think I might want to start Nick Foles. But yeah, that low over under scares me, and I just don't know what Jags offense I'm going to get right now. Uh, Leonard Fournette didn't get the ball a lot last game, so he came out uh, to the media saying he, well, not to the media, but he definitely came out saying he wanted the ball a lot, a little bit more, or not a little bit more, but he said he didn't get the ball. So I think they'll try to run the ball more because throwing the ball last week didn't work. So I think Nick Foles is a is a sit for me. I don't think he's a streamable option. Uh, on the other hand, Ryan Tannehill. I believe is he's had at least 18 points in the last four games. Uh, and he's had 38 and 37 rushing yards respectively over the last two games. So I think you can go ahead and, and stream Ryan Tannehill. Look what a good quarterback could do. You know what I'm saying? You get rid of Marcus Mariota, the Titans go on a little run. Or just a vet quarterback. And... They might have to pay uh, Ryan Tannehill some money. He might be their starting quarterback going forward. They, ain't, they don't have no choice because – they ain't gonna have no draft pick to draft one. They don't have no draft pick this year. I'm just saying they get they not gonna be. Oh, you're talking about like a high draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette is a start. He's an auto start, but I think you temper expectations. Uh, he's still involved in the passing game, so you know as long as he's still involved in the passing game, and the coach said they're gonna run the ball. I'm running the ball. But uh, last time they already played each other this week, and um. If you remember, he had those 14 carries with, like, negative four yards, and he had that big 69, whatever it was, run game, and he ended up with 65 yards for the whole day. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, just temper your expectations, of course, that could happen again. That Titans defense is, is, is for real. I keep saying that every time, that Titans rush defense. Um, Derrick Henry is the auto start. DJ Shark is a start for me. Um, D.D. Westbrook is a sit for me. How you feel about D.D.? He got a connection with Foles, you know. I don't think he do. Check this out. Out of 55 passes that Nick Foles has threw this year, only six of them has been targeted to D.D. Westbrook. Uh, that's courtesy of Mike Tags. I got that from him. Uh, well, D.D. ain't even on nobody's team from the sound of that, Dan. It's <laughs> I know a lot of people were speculating DD, well, not speculating, but was, was expecting DD to have a big year this year. So I just think you have to sit him. He's just not the guy. Um, but DJ Shark is the guy. So you can go ahead and start him, especially with those two touchdowns uh, he had last week. Uh, AJ Brown is a sit for me, and Adam Humphreys is a sit for me. I don't feel comfortable starting either of those guys uh, with Chris, with Corey Davis being out. Um, AJ Brown took over the number one wide receiver role. I thought he would have a lot. I thought he would be a lot more better. I thought he would be a lot better, but um, it hasn't translated in fantasy wise. Delaney Walker was expected to be back, but he's a sit for me. Oh, well, he's not. A, well, of course, he's a sit because he's not going to be playing. But uh, of course, <laughs> uh, Jonu Smith. Um, uh, I don't know. Nah, you go ahead and sit him too. Uh, you got better options. Exactly. Um, America's game of the week. The Cowboys play the Patriots, uh, 46 point over under. The Patriots are favored by six and a half. Dak Prescott, uh, I think you have to keep starting him because you can't sit him at this point unless you have a better option, like a, a Matt Ryan or something. Or something. Um, 
Yeah, he's paying the Patriots defense. Uh, nothing, nothing more needs to be said there. Uh, the rushing floor he has, or the rushing ability he has, gives him a little bit of a safe, safe floor than other guys. Of course, we've seen Lamar Jackson come out there and run the ball against him. It won't be as to that standard, but hopefully he he's able to get a, a little bit of a running start. Boom. <laughs> Um, Tom Brady is a sit for me. He just hasn't looked like Tom Brady over the last couple weeks, and I don't think he'll be fantasy relevant. Uh, at least the Patriots look good, but he's not as explosive as he was in the beginning of the year. Uh, his team is just deteriorating around him, and he's going to get hurt back there. But uh, Isaiah Wynn is supposed to be back this week when his uh, uh, left tackle. So hopefully um, we see more production. But Mohamed Sanu didn't practice or did they say he practiced or he was limited at practice today? Nah, they was hoping Muhammad Sanu practice on Friday. Today. Yeah, they were, they were hoping he practiced I heard today. anything about it. That was the latest on them. Exactly. So I don't think he's going to play. So that's just another target taken away from Tom Brady. So, yeah, I think you can sit him. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, you had to roll him out there. But everybody for the page, uh, not the Patriots, but for the Cowboys that I'm starting is to start with temporary expectations just because they're playing the Patriots. So the Zeke is his uh, temporary expectations. Sony Michelle is a sit for me. Uh, James White is a start. The targets he gets gives him a safe floor. And Sony Michelle or, and the Patriots running deep uh, offense just hasn't looked good this year. They haven't been able to run the ball. They, ha- they haven't been able to win on the line of scrimmage. And so that's just uh, – with the Cowboys defensive line, I think they're going to win that game again. Uh, Amari Cooper is his start. Uh, of course, like I said, temper expectations. Michael Gallup, I'm going to go ahead and sit him because I don't want to temper expectations if I don't have to. Um, Julian Edelman is a start for me. He, he'll probably get a lot of targets because he's the only person out there that gets targets. Ben Watson, you can throw him out there if uh, Muhammad Sanu doesn't start again. Uh, I think those targets got to go somewhere else. And they'll probably go to James White and Muhammad uh, and Ben Watson. That's all the fantasy relevant players I think for that game. Agree. I mean, if you got uh, what is Jacoby? Oh, Myers? maybe it's Philip Dorsett. Maybe. Uh, I think is he playing? I haven't heard anything about him. I didn't see any news about him. Okay. Look it up right quick as we, while I go to the next game. Uh, Sunday night football. The Packers are at the 49ers. It should be a great game. The 46-and-a-half point over under the 49ers are favored by three points. Aaron Rodgers is a start but temporary expectations against uh, that dominant 49ers defense, but you're not going to start Aaron Rodgers unless you have a better option. All right, they say Philip Dorsett is questionable for Sunday's game after logging limited practices Thursday and Friday. So, okay. so be on the lookout, of course, uh, on Twitter. We'll let you know. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, the Packers are not as good as they once were uh, against the run, I mean, against the pass. And the 49ers are not as good as they once were against uh, running the ball. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo has been throwing the ball more. And, of course, with the, the adding of Emmanuel Sanders, he's been throwing the ball around a lot more. So I think you can stream Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Um yeah, I like him better than Tom Brady, that's for sure. For sure. And I like him better than Dak Prescott this week. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. I think you can start Aaron Jones. Uh, Jamal Williams is a sit for me just because you can't guarantee the volume he's going to have against that 49ers defense. And I think the, all the, the volume will go to Aaron Jones. 
Tevin Coleman and Matt Burita. Tevin Coleman just even without Matt Burita last week, he just he didn't dominate. I think that four game touchdown four touchdown game he had was an outlier week and it's just it just doesn't look good for him. Matt Burita, hopefully he comes back this week. We're still waiting on news for that. If he's gonna start, he'll probably be a game time decision. But if Matt Burita starts, I think you start him. Um Tevin Coleman, you can start him because just because the Packers have a, a bad rushing defense, but you gotta temper your expectations. Cause I Yeah, I don't know what happened to him after that big blow up game. They never do good after the big blow up games, man. They never do good. Devontae Adams is a start. Uh, but temporary expectations, you could see a lot of uh, Richard Sherman, uh, but they do move Devontae Adams around the formation a lot. So, but the pack, but the 49ers defense is just really good. So, I, I just don't, I don't, and Vegas believe it's going to be a low scoring game too with the 46 and a half point over under. Emmanuel Sanders is a health concern. Um, I didn't see a, a lot about Emmanuel Sanders practicing in full today. I was hoping to see something about that. Um, so just be on the lookout for Sunday for the game time decisions to keep. I'm you really tipping expectation. It's a rib injury, and you with a wide receiver, exactly. your rib is everything. You're trying to run, catch, and breathe. Right. So I'm worried. Uh, Devo Samuels, though, you gonna start him? Hey, fire him up with uh, Kittle being out the last two weeks. Sanders been banged up. Bruh mm-hmm. has took advantage and been on fire with over 100 yards mm-hmm. in both games. So you must fire him up, especially. Are you there? Yep. Jimmy Graham, I'm over him, so he's a sit. Uh, if George Kittle doesn't start, and will you start Ross Dwelly? Dwelly? I can't never say his name right. Even though he did have a two-touchdown game last week. I, I'm sorry for disrespecting you, bro, if you ever listened to the podcast. Uh, I mean, I, I think kind of playing with fire should be very better matchups out there. Tight ends on the waiver wire, but if he definitely if Ryan he, Griffin over him, definitely even Hollister probably because you know he has connection with a better quarterback. But you you kind of playing with fire. I can dig it. Uh, Monday night football: the Ravens are at the Rams. Of course, you start Lamar Jackson. Uh, Jared Goff is a sit. Um, he just hasn't looked good. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm like, is it Jared Goff? Is it Jared Goff in the O line? So we'll see next season. They address this O line. We and we'll see. The Ravens defense has looked good since week four. They've allowed just 139. Completions out of 243 passing attempts for uh, 1,481 yards, five touchdowns, and six interceptions. So that's averaging just 246 passing yards per game. And so Jared Cook is already looking bad. So they're probably gonna make him look even worse. Uh, they're gonna make that. They're gonna make that hundred million dollar uh, quarterback sign and look <laughs> look like a horrible decision by the end of this. Uh, Mark Ingram, I think you had to start. He's another one of those top 15 running backs. It's temporary expectations with him because he's only averaging 13 uh, carries per game, and the Rams are allowing the six fewest points uh, uh, per opportunity to running backs. So you just want to – because they still have a pretty dominant run defense, but Mark and Mark Ingram is getting the volume because, like, 
the Seahawks, the Ravens are not going to come off of running the ball regardless of I, how I think Mark Ingram, you can find him up as a, a running back too. Too. He's getting all the goal line carries oh. from the running back position for the Ravens. So that's a plus. Definitely. Ty Gurley, I think you can start Ty Gurley too. Um, he looked good last week after not going over 19 touches all year. He had 25. Uh, they looked to like, if you watch the game, they went from that um, that spread offense, that zone, that zone running scheme to more of a power run scheme where they just ran in between the tackles and was just trying to pound it down. Who were they playing? Uh, the Bears throat pause. And I, I think Ty Gurley, you just, of course, temper expectations because the Ravens' defense is overall good, but the volume should be there. Just hopefully he doesn't give you one of those goose egg games. Uh, Marcus Hollywood Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown is a sit for me. The Rams have allowed just 21 plays um, that have gone for 20-plus yards, which ranks as the second lowest in the NFL. And uh, he'll probably see a lot of Jalen Ramsey this year. Uh, not this year, but this week. Yeah. So that that's definitely not a, a good matchup, even though Carlos said it was. And look what happened to Allen Robinson last week, shut down. Um, Cooper Cup is a start with temporary expectations as he'll be matched up against Marlon Humphrey. And we all know the floor that Cooper Cup has is a zero-point game, and that's just disgusting. Uh, But we we all know the ceiling, too. So you have to keep rolling them out there. Uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, like I said before, he's cleared concussion protocol. But I think you got to sit him just like I said. We've seen him come back from a concussion before and go out the same game. And so it's week 12. It's either this week. If you're in the, like, in a position like a five or six or however your league is working out for you, if you need this week to get into the buy or win the buy or seeding purposes, I wouldn't put Brandon Cooks in my lineup to um, for him to let me down, just for the opportunity for him to let me down. So I would fade him if I could. Uh, Gerald Everett, uh, the Ravens are the number four defense against the tight end, so he's a sit for me also. But Mark Andrews is an auto start, so you can go ahead and start him. It is. That brings us to the end of this show. Well, not the show, but definitely the end of the the week. That's Monday Night Football, so let's go ahead and give them our starts of the week. Who your start of the week? My start of the week is Jameson Crowder. He's shaping up to be one of Donald's favorite targets. Three touchdowns in three straight games, averaging eight targets over that span. And they have a decent matchup this week. So I'm rolling them back out there. And if you got them, fire them up. Yeah, my start of the week, I like yours too. My start of the week is DJ Shark. Um... It was good to see Nick Foles targeting 15 times last week. And uh, since since losing Malcolm Brown, the Titans have allowed the 100-plus yard game to three straight receivers, and they hadn't allowed one before that. So I think he'll be the next 100-yard receiver in the line, and hopefully he gets one of those touchdowns to give him another wide receiver one day. Who's your sit of the week, bro? My sit of the week is Darius Geis. I know AP – has been limited, but I think he's going to play. And with them playing this week and Christian, Chris Thompson coming back, the running back for the scat back for them, 
I don't think Darius is going to get many touches. He's going to be splitting his scat back time with Chris Thompson. Yeah, I can see that. And if that happens, that is definitely going to be a bad day. Um, Tyler Boyd is my sit of the week. I know a lot of people start him just off the name alone. But um, I think with that horrible floor we seen last week with zero yards and for one catch, I, I think if, if you start him, you definitely have to temper your expectations because he's no longer a, wide, a locked-in wide receiver two. He's more of a wide receiver four with three upside at this point. Just because Ryan Finley is so bad, they might want to go back to Andy Dalton, but I don't think they can at this point. And he's playing against the Steelers defense uh, that since Mika Fitzpatrick's been there has been dominant and damn near locked down. So I, if you could not roll Tyler Boyd out there, I would not roll him out there. I would definitely put another wide receiver three ahead of him because that's pretty much what Tyler Boyd is now. Sucks to say it, but that's what it is. Now that brings us to the end of this episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, like, of course, as always, man, make sure um, you like, subscribe, give us a review. Shout out to my boy Carlos. We're holding it down. Hopefully, we'll see you next week, homie. Yeah, man. Good week. week uh, good luck, week 12, to everybody except Javar, because I'm going to beat you and you won't make the playoffs. Right. With all the people like me that's on the bubble and you need this last two weeks, this is where it comes down. Make sure. You don't leave no points on the bench, so just pay attention to, you know, the injuries and things like that. Especially Sunday up. morning, baby. Sunday morning, I'll be up. we be on there. Twitter, Fantasy In Session. Right. Exit starts. So hit Whatever us up. Whatever you think of fantasy-wise, man, just make sure you, you look us up. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Without further ado, that's it. Peace. Damn. Shout out to my nigga Lowe's. God damn. Shit, I'm about to text him see if everything's straight.